0: welcome back my curious friends uh before we kick off i'm gonna assume and very much hope that you are followers of particularly alex christopher of the duran i say this because i was watching one of his excellent updates this morning in it he talked about the call between lloyd austin and shoigu the russian defense minister let's get the article up from the ever trust for (laughs) trustworthy sky news uh where we have this article and uh it talks about this conversation, particularly where, according to the Pentagon, Lloyd Austin called for an immediate ceasefire. Um, one of the one of the points I think even Alex raised was that's odd. <laughs> he he, he claims that you know things are so bad that the the US is trying. You know, people at the Pentagon are so switched on they realize the writing's on the wall. So calling for an immediate ceasefire. Now, if you thought that, you were of course wrong. <laughs> Alex is quite obviously wrong because in in an exclusive interview with Sky News, Ukraine's head of military intelligence says his country will win the war over Russia by the end of the year. Intriguing. Uh, Al Jazeera has the update, uh, 4 minutes ago my time, Ukraine could win war by year-end, Kiev intelligence chief. The war in Ukraine could reach a breaking point by August. A uh, breaking point for who? <laughs> and end in defeat for Russia before the end of the year. The breaking point will be in the second part of August, Major General Kirillo Budanov told the news network, most of the active combat actions will have finished by the end of this year. As a result, we will renew Ukrainian power in all our territories that we have lost, including Donbass and Crimea. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that these guys are usually high on hopium and copium. And let's get into why I have some serious doubts about this. So, again, it's common knowledge, I assume you all know, that Poland delivered more than 200 T-72 tanks. Several dozen infantry fighting vehicles. Here it is in Ah, PolskyRadio.pl. No no one's going to contest this, are they? The point here being that nowhere does it mention which type of T-72 clearly that's not deemed to be important it's just a t-72 however if you then do your research there are many variants of the t-72 and i mention this because they vary quite widely in the level of protection that they offer Uh, i i I could even bring up a comparison to the older t-64 that's quite commonplace in the ukrainian arsenal the point being here that reportedly and I'll, i'll get into why the Polish provided the T-72M1, which is older than I am. Absolutely incredible. Uh, the Soviets the, used the T-72A. The M was the export model, in the, in specifically here the M1, which I think was later upgraded. We see that it was, uh, it's was. it got the designation of 1982, so it was slightly later. And we'll get into some of the refits. Uh, the key thing here is if we compare against the T-72A, Uh, We have less protection in the turret versus APFSDS, Uh, turret versus heat as well, which is inferior to the T-72A, only only slightly, hull versus APFSDS, actually, well, it's got the T-72A varies there to slightly more, but you see that's fairly comparable and then we move over to the whole versus heat which again is fairly comparable but this this turret certainly uh, lacks protection compared to the T-72A so it is slightly inferior let's get into some more details regarding this this claim we see the tank sent by Poland to Ukraine in a recent video these are T-72M1 the T-72M is the export version of the t72a had different armor protection than the t72a it had a different composite insert in the turret cavity that gave it less protection against heat and armor piercing ammunition the upgraded t72m1 featured an additional 16 millimeters of armor in the glacis plate resulting in a 32 mm increase horizontally against heat and AP it also has new composite armor in the turret with granular filling agent. they also lacked era block mounts so these additions could not be fitted without going through the factory here is the protection table they cite the wikipedia one we just looked at uh, they are in general they are walking sarcophagi even the older versions that russia has in ukraine have much better protection as we've seen aha okay why is this why is this relevant well today it's been announced that the general staff of the armed forces of ukraine forbade soldiers and officers to publicly criticize foreign military equipment A new order has been issued to troops. Uh, Key point here. The Kiev leadership is closely monitoring the situation. It was revealed that Ukrainian militants are now actively criticizing the American M113 armored personnel carriers, javelin complexes, and British anti-aircraft systems. In addition, Polish tanks and Czech Dana howitzers began to be criticized. Ah, Surely that's all rubbish. That's all baseless. Well, I have... I think we've all heard of the complaints about the javelins that are seemingly unreliable also i read some complaints about the n laws only very minimal and nothing really from um, really that reputable sources we get in though and what do they mean by sort of social media well we then have an example of this ukrainian soldiers are upset about the t-72 m1 tanks that were given to ukraine by poland rightly so the tanks are under equipped modern warfare and lack modern guidance and targeting systems as a matter of fact the ukrainians prefer their own older t-64s that are 10 to 1 more likely to survive combat (laughs) thank the nato armament program over the past eight years but why such a surprise poland told you their T 72 M1 tanks lacked modern guidance and targeting systems and were under equipped before transferring them. Caveat MTOR buyer beware. And here is the actual post here. Uh, as everyone knows, Poland provided. Yep, yep, yep. Here's an interesting story. Our lads told about the situation with the front line. I'll explain right away. They don't know where whose tank is. They say that their 64s are much more durable than 72s they say that the score is about 10 to 1 and those guys who drove these tanks and managed to survive say that the equipment was understaffed and had problems with aiming and guidance systems shoo obviously this is translated from the uh, russian post so all does not appear well there's lots of trump and fanfare about uh, kharkiv but then we know that russia is engaging in maneuver warfare shaping the battlefield and pinning troops or at least keeping them fixed in place whilst the cauldron goes on i understand that russia has uh, crossed the the bridge around there the noose appears to be tightening around those troops down in the donbass a lot of fanfare made about images of broken equipment and then subsequent reports saying that it's also likely that these are not the lpr or dpr forces these are actual old ukrainian uh, equipment that was blown up prior to the this action it's just that this was the one of the surviving crossings so there's conflicting reports It's very difficult to know what to believe however from what i can discern right now uh, the facts are that the u.s is calling for a ceasefire uh, at the same time Ukraine claims it can win <laughs> and uh, also these the, the UK going on a shopping spree for soviet equipment might not be the best idea depending on what stock they can they can acquire uh, but yeah very much um, conflicting certainly when we think about the pentagon why would you call for an end to hostilities if it's going so well going in your favor one thing i think we can agree on the special military operation likely will come to an end before the year's end however i'm not sure it's going to go in the way the kiev official thinks it will but as ever i am very curious to hear your thoughts on the matter uh, if uh, you have any more to say let me know in the comments otherwise i will see you in the next one Bye, bye